the opera path, or maybe it's the uh, the Broadway path, or or something like that. Welcome to Behind the Red Curtain, where we talk about productivity, practice, performance techniques, overcoming stage fright and performance anxiety, and living your happiest and best life. Hey there, Chelsea Melcher here, and today we are going to talk about if I could go back to college or grad school, what I would tell myself. I've recently had a chance to connect with some of my older um the places that I was before. So CMU, OSU, and it's been really, really cool to feel like I'm making some full circle moments and coming back as a performer or a professor or a teacher. And it's also caused me to just get a little bit nostalgic and, and kind of think about the life that um, was mine in, in those times of my life and, and to wish in a way that I could go back and give myself some advice. And I can't do that, but I can talk about it and maybe it can help somebody else or it can bring some new perspective to you. And, and so that's what we're gonna do today. One of the biggest things that I would, if I could go back, I would say to remind myself that there's not just one path. A lot of times when you're a music major, you get sucked in. You get sucked into whatever it is of, of like making it and, oh, maybe it's the opera path or maybe it's the uh, the Broadway path or, or something like that. But there's really so many different options and it doesn't mean that you're like the best or the worst or if you go in a different direction, that that means anything according to your value as a person, as a performer, as a musician. And I wish that somebody really nailed that into my head and it wasn't just like, no, this is the one, this is the one path or, oh, well, you're a, you're a performance major, which means you're just going to go into opera, right? That's not, that's not the case at all, but that's kind of some of the mindsets of, of the paths that you can follow. Another thing is that there is no making it. It's, it's really your specific goals and what those goals are and then do you accomplish your goals and how focused are you are toward that because we would use that we would throw around that term so flippantly like oh making it this and this and this or she's made it or i would look at other people and i'd be like oh they've made it and if i ever got to that level or that point then i would have made it but the the thing is that i found is when i do get to that point or when i do get to that level then i'm like oh what's next it's, it's never stopping. It, it's always like chasing the wind in a way. And so instead of thinking like, oh, I've made it or I haven't made it or whatever it is that you are thinking, it's more of that place of like, what's the next goal? What's the next step? Can I accomplish that? What are maybe three or five goals down the road type of thing? That is a better mindset than making it. I wish we could just completely throw those words out in, into the trash. Also, for, especially for my undergrad, I had a lot of gen eds, you know, you have to get them out of the way. And I was definitely am a, a perfectionist in a way where I had to get an A or maybe a B if I was pushing it in all of my classes in college, which was great for my GPA. But honestly, I would spend several hours worth doing music or doing homework for a stinking meteorology class that has no value into the skills that I need to do my my job and my career today 
um, arguably. But, and, and I spent so much time really trying to do such a good job in all of these other classes, and I could have really just immersed myself more in, in the music, and I wish that I would have. I wish that I would have um, gone to so many more events or so many concerts. We had, especially in my undergrad, there was all these concerts going on um, for free. And, and also, like, there was this, this um, attendance requirement as an undergrad that you had to have, and we would always uh, moan and complain about this, or oh, have to do this, or the recitals, and, um, but looking back, I'm like, man, I wish that I would have gone to more, because what I didn't realize then is that I was able to have a live experience with live music, and to be a human being. But I was just way too wrapped up in school and all of the requirements that I had to do that I didn't, I lost sight of that. I didn't see all of these opportunities just to immerse myself in the music and the live performances of others that was right around the corner from where I was. Another thing that I would really go back and change about, especially in my undergrad, but in all, all the places actually, is that there is, I've noticed, and I don't know if that's true with every single school, but it, it definitely was all the places that I was, is there's a really big divide between music majors, theater majors, musical theater majors, dance majors, film, um, to the point where I didn't, I was just kind of like, oh, this is my lane and I'm gonna stay in my lane because this is what I am. And which is just the biggest load of crap because the more the more that I would have not stayed in my lane and just kind of dipped a little bit into this pool and dipped a little bit into this pool, I would have had so much more of, of, of a full education and been like this quadruple threat getting out of there. But there's also this social aspect of like, oh no, 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 like these, um, Theater majors are this way, right? Fill in the blank. Music majors are this way, fill in the blank. And and all of the, the stigmas that might come with those. Um, and it's just, it's very, very interesting because each place has like their socials and their cliques and, and everything like that. But I wish that I would have not paid any attention to that. And I was such a rule follower that, you know, I get there, I go to this new place, this new environment, this college. And it was like, oh no, this is how it is. Or this, you know, the theater majors are this, or music majors are this. So I kind of fell into that trap, I guess you could say, or the, that misconception when I, I wish that I would have dabbled into other parties and just done more classes of, of other things. And, and not to say that it would have changed my career path, but I, I feel like it would have really supplemented things in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise. I wish that as a vocal performance major, I wish that I would have taken dance. I just wish I would have added dance classes to to my roster. Um, more things in, I did do, I did do quite a bit of theater, but I wish I would have dabbled more, deeper, more classes, more things like that, that weren't a part of my degree system. Um, Yes, that is definitely that because I'm so fascinated by all of that. And I've learned a lot, especially after after college and everything. But if I could go back and there's all these classes at my fingertips, oh, it would just be so yummy. I would just immerse myself in all of them. Another thing that I would do is I would be more of a sponge when it comes to other teachers and other instruments. So I was pretty, um, I almost I actually got in trouble for it once, but I was... I was pretty much a sponge where I would have my lessons and I would try to take everything in, but I also like to go and try to learn from other teachers. Um, and there, there are some gray lines and some fine lines with that um, because I was interested in 
having some feedback from other teachers. And there are certain cultures and there are certain music schools where that was considered and the one that I was at that was like, no, 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 that's a no-no, you don't do that. You know, you just have your one teacher and this is where you stay every week and you don't do anything more than that. Um, and so I, I dabbled a little bit into coachings and stuff, but I did get in trouble um, for that in my undergrad. Um, but if I could go back, I would probably do it more and I'd probably, I would probably um, also sit in on different instruments. Like I would sit in on some brass lessons. I would sit in on some string lessons and all sorts of things. And I would just listen. I would just listen to hear what people have to say. Um, and, and I think that's really important because I will learn things when I hear another instrumentalist teaching a lesson. I'm like, wow, that's a really interesting way to think about it. And I think it also helps you connect more with other instruments. Sometimes we can get in our own, like singers can just kind of be very much in their own little diva platform. And I love learning about other instruments and learning how to collaborate. I had a coach that was all about that. She was like, no, breathe, breathe with the strings here. Or, oh, the strings aren't um, breathing there. So, you know, breathe and that can help them as you're standing up there with an orchestra. There's all these really, really cool collaborative things that you can feel and that you can sense but you have to do so, in, you can't do so unless your heart is open and you're really kind of taking in all of this other stuff because otherwise you're just in your little diva world and you know you go, you do your thing and you're done, good job, right? Um, but there's so much more than that and it's so, it's so deeper, it's so much more fulfilling to feel like you can collaborate. And so I'm all about that now. Um, and so if I could go back, I would, that definitely would be something I would do differently. Another thing is I would try to not get caught up so much in the small stuff. And I would actually prioritize my relationship with my professors above social life. Um, because one thing that I've noticed in my life is that friends, whether they were high school or undergrad or stuff, they've kind of come and gone and they were great. But the relationships that have stayed and that have stayed in my whole life are the special ones that I have with professors. And, and I think that's not really talked about very much. You're like, oh, your friends should be number one. But, but honestly, the professors, they're there for you in a way that your friends can't be. And through the years too. And they have... Um, they have generally, I would say, a lot more wisdom and they can kind of see things that you can't in the moment. And then you come back and there's full circle moments and then instead of feeling like they're your professor, you feel like they're your friend or they're your colleague. And it's, it's really, really cool and I think it's really special. And so if I could go back, I would try to get closer with a lot more of the professors that were my favorite professors and just feel like I could have a friendship with them that lasts through the years and say you move to who knows where, but then you can always come back in full circle moment and have that really special connecting moment with them. And it's, it's really special, it's really nice. So those are the things that if I could go back, I would do differently, or if I can convince you to do differently if you're watching this. And so let me know, I'm, I'm curious, did you have an experience like this? Or if you're someone you know, where you're more in my stage of life, what things, I'm curious, would you say that you would do differently or if you could go back? Um, I think we're always learning, we're always growing, never stops, never stops. So, all right, thanks for spending this time with me. See you later. Do you to imagine what it would be like if you had so much focus, so much zen, so much peace, so much calmness, and so much excitement at the same time before performance. 
as in like you're not getting in your head, you're not freaking out, you're not becoming a basket case or you're not a hot mess. So if you feel like sometimes that is you, imagine what it would feel like if that wasn't the case, if that wasn't a problem anymore, it would be pretty awesome, right? So what is the first step to that? Working with your mindset. So if this is something that's of interest to you, I recommend going to stopcaringwhatthethink.com. If you're a performer and you want to have more confidence, if you want to get out of your head, these are tips and tricks that I'm offering to you for free. It's a free resource that can help you have more confidence to manage that anxiety and just to feel like you can enjoy life again. You can enjoy performing. That's what it's all about, right? So stopcaringwhatthethink.com. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope that you enjoyed it and learned something. Don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. I post new videos every Wednesday and a new podcast every Friday. Thanks.